Hey guys, welcome back to the Motor Girl Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I believe this is LCBU number 19, maybe 15. I'll have to recount them. I don't label them, but we are doing a challenge to see who gets the most podcasts out before GIE or Equip Expo, whichever you want to call it. So I'm on like 15 or 19. So for some reason, those numbers ring the bell. And Cameron has started it. Cameron with the Lonky Life Moser, shout out to him. Tony is probably in the lead with like 70 episodes, I believe. But uh, hey, we're slowly catching up. I'll see what I can do. But uh, I don't know, I think we got a clear winner unless someone just starts pounding them out. But hey, this has been really fun. I really enjoy it and I'm gonna keep on doing it and see how much I can get. I don't know, maybe 30, maybe we'll hit 100 episodes before GIE. That's kind of my goal, and we are in episode number 86. So I want to do something special on my 100th episode, maybe do like uh, have a few guests on for the 100th one. I think that would be really nice just to kind of keep it uh, uh, memorable. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh, I want it. I want it to kind of be remembered. Uh, not again I don't want it to like be big I just want it to be remembered by me and because we do these podcasts just to share you know our lives what we're going through um, the struggles the successes in our lawn care business it's not always about you know hey I got this piece of equipment hey I got I did I made this much money you know it's not always about that and I love when people share their struggles that they're going through you know, I'm not wanting you to start talking about going deep into your personal life. Well, you know, if you if you desire to share that, you could share that. Uh, me personally, um, I don't know how deep I go, but sometimes I do open up, and you know, it, it it just depends on you know what what mood I'm in and what I want to do. Come on, Mister. <laughs> you know, when people stop at crosswalks and you're like, do I let them through? Do are they letting me through? This old guy stopped on his bike and he was just waving at me. Like, I want to be nice. I think we we have to give the right away to pedestrians on the crosswalk, especially. But he was like waving me through. I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. But, anyways, yeah, two episodes in a row today. The two, another two episode day. This is shocking news coming from Phil's lawn care. I never do two episodes. Yesterday I did two episodes in a day. Today I'm doing two episodes in a day. <laughs> Crazy. Well, we're going to the wash. We're going to wash the truck. And we went the other day, but it was a line. And uh, I didn't. I wasn't able to wash my truck. And it's Friday. Got to make sure it's clean for this evening. My wife and I are going to go eat somewhere. And I like driving the truck because it's tinted and with this hot weather and the sun beating her Subaru isn't tinted at all well her back windows are her front are and so it really kind of you know heats up on you you have to crank the AC up higher that's why I really like tint and you guys should invest into some uh, tint for your windows uh, fairly I mean it is pricey I mean I paid like five five fifty for all around um and then the percentage that you get, you know, 
it all depends on your state. So some states, you know, the legal tint percentage is 20%. Some states it's 35. Some states there is no law against, you know, tint. So you can go real as dark as possible, but you got to be careful because at night sometimes it becomes a problem if you go super dark, like 5% or something. Um, so read your laws and regulations, and if you want to go get tint, go to Google, type in window tint near me, and see what shop does window tint, and get the carbon pile. Uh, that's probably or the carbon film. It's the best tint. Uh, it actually, like, it, it's the best, all right? So ask them about, like, carbon tint, carbon film. If you're going to get it, I recommend that. We are, again, headed to the wash. We're going to wash the truck. That's the longest drive. And then we're going to head on over to Best Buy. And I'm going to pick something up. Um, I guess I could talk about it right now. We're going to be picking up a, a radar detector. Now, why in the world am I getting a radar detector? Do I speed? <laughs> am I breaking the law? Absolutely not. Maybe I have gone over the speed limit where I shouldn't have. But that's not primarily what I'm getting it for. Uh, as referring to like me breaking law. I'm not, you know, that's not why I'm getting it. Well, radar detector is there to inform you where, you know, there's a police officer or a police car uh, that has its radars on and its, you know, police scanners and, and everything like that. Uh, I've had one way, way back when I was like 16. And it was a Escort Passport 7500iX. I believe it was, that, that's what it was. That thing worked great. I mean, I've, you know, it can detect police vehicles like miles away on the highway. Way before you'd actually see it, visually see it with your eyes. So that's really cool. Picks up those signals. But then it also attracts signals you know, like traffic stop, red stop flasher lights, uh, speed cam, all, all those things. It, it, you know, senses those and lets you know they're up ahead. Or it lets you know they're to the side of you or to the back of you if you buy, like, the more expensive one. And I'm just going to get the one that senses up front. I really don't need it for, like, the like one for the back or the one that senses... You know that has the arrows that senses in the back and all that i'm just gonna get the regular one that senses up front now you can go really cheap and uh oh and also and, and the main reason is we're headed to gie in october so i need something that will um you know something for the drive it's just a, an extra little um thing that I, I personally have I haven't used a radar in like 10 years and I I have never been pulled over for a speeding ticket like I'm truthful to you guys I've never been pulled over for a speeding ticket so why would I need one if I'm a safe driver again it's just an extra precaution just to let you know that hey an officer is up front you never know what you know they might be scanning you for your speed they might be have someone pulled over it gives you an incentive to slow down even if you're going to speed limit you could slow down and just be safe about it and so I, I I like it um I like it for that fact again that's what it is for that's what they made police radars for in our state 
You can have it. It doesn't matter. It's not illegal. And we're talking about radars. We're not talking about police jammers. Now those, for what I know, are illegal. Uh, install, buy at your own risk. But police radars in my state, completely legal. And I believe I have gotten pulled over. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've gotten pulled over. Not for speeding, but for, I think I didn't have a license plate in the front of my Honda Civic because I just painted it. And where am I going? Oh, man. Start start getting distracted by this podcast. I need to get on the right lane. Um, I got pulled over because I just painted my front bumper and I had the mount mounted or my license plate mounted on the mount. No, I had it. Sorry. I had it uh, tucked in my dash and that's why the officer pulled me over. He's like, you can't have that plate in your dash. You know, and I'm like, what well, it's visibly showing my, you know, the plate and the numbers. He's like, well, it doesn't matter. You need to have it mounted in the front on your bumper. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I just got my bumper painted. And he's like, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> Cause it's like an older Civic. And like the bumper was like immaculate. And the rest of the car, I mean, it was okay, but it, it kind of didn't match. But he's like, yeah, I could kind of tell. Uh, and plus I didn't have like the mount or the holes or anything. So it's like, just uh, when you get home, just mount it. I mean, all you need is a couple screws, a couple drill, uh, drills couple screws and should be good I'm like all right thank you so much but at the time I had a police radar he didn't say anything about it he didn't even ask me why I had it said nothing and it was clearly visible it wasn't even hiding so I'm like okay you know so so I've gotten pulled over before again it doesn't mean that if you buy one and you get pulled over it doesn't mean that an officer won't question why you have it I don't know so you buy one, you install one at your own risk. That's why I'm buying one. Another thing, I just finished up church and my brother-in-law's Subaru, his 2012 Subaru Impreza, it's a five-speed manual. And he's like, hey, I don't know what's going on with my car. Like I woke up this morning and when I go to press the clutch, it makes like a squeak, like a squeal sound. It's so weird. Like, and I've never experienced that before. I've had, you know, two manual vehicles, five speed. I'm like, man, what's, what is that? What's going on? And so he showed me, he's like, here, look. And then like, when he was done, he called me. He's like, Hey, can you come here? And we were, cause we were mowing the church. And uh, so I got off my mower. I go check it out. And he doesn't know what's going on with Like, I have no clue what's going on, but I quickly Google. I'm just like, 2012 Subaru Impreza, five-speed manual, uh, clutch squeal when pressing clutch. And I found an article, and it said something about clutch going out. If it does that, you have problems with your clutch. Obviously, if you're pressing the clutch, you know, and it's making it only when you're pressing the clutch, it is the clutch. And he doesn't know, he bought it secondhand. He doesn't know when the clutch has been replaced last. So I'm like, dude, clutches last like 50,000 miles. You'll be lucky to get 100,000 out of them, depending on, you know, the quality of the clutch that you buy. And so he's like, all right, well, you know, how much, I'm like, I don't know how much it costs. You're gonna have to go and, you know, call a mechanic. 
and uh, he's you know he's he's still young he's like 16 or 17 and uh, hold on I just got to the wash there's a line so I'm willing to wait and talk to you guys I just need to check in real quick hold up all right um, I was thinking of vacuuming but I'll probably skip the vacuuming and just get in line one thing I don't like about this wash is the line. It's a one-way lane, and then the people from the vacuums have to kind of cut in line, you know? So it's like, dude, we're gonna be here for a while. So let's talk about clutches. So he, um, you know, he's, he's young. He doesn't really know. Uh, he's not like mechanically inclined yet. I think we all were like that when we were young too. We kind of didn't know. Um, and so I'm like, hey, you know, I didn't tell him. I'm just like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I should help him out. And obviously he's my brother-in-law, you know. Um, so I'm like, hey, let's, let me, let me find a good mechanic. Cause we just moved to Idaho. Um, and we don't know a good mechanic here. Like I, I knew a kind of a good mechanic in Spokane and Washington, but I didn't know, like I haven't built any relationships, any trust with any mechanic shops i got some tire shops and brake shops but not mechanic shops so i uh i'm like all right let me see who who's got like good reviews positive feedback from google and all that so i typed in transmission mechanic near me and this shop uh mechanic shop popped up obviously like a lot of them popped up but the first one that popped up had like four 0.5 and higher reviews like 800 something reviews i'm like man that's that's pretty good you know and i called them right away i'm in uh because they were open and i call them and a guy answers right away and he's like hey uh you know how can i help you i'm like hey we got this problem going i you know i don't know if it's the clutch or not uh, but it's a problem and we need to get this fixed like as fast as you can check it out he's like hey look um, it's Friday, you know, we got, we always busy, <laughs> but, uh, he's like, if people don't show up on their appointment today, if you bring it in right now, people don't show up, you know, there's a good possibility we can look at it today and let you know what's going on. If not, it's going to be Tuesday before we look at it because Monday is Labor Day. And so they, it's a holiday. So, uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm like, Hey dude, like I was telling my brother, I'm like, Hey, this is like the best opportunity right now. A lot of shops are probably like a week or two out before they can even look at it. So this guy said he might be able to look at today, if not Tuesday guarantee. That's pretty good. So let's get it in. So he's like, in fact, I kind of feel scared driving this thing. What if it breaks? I'm like, look, I, you know, drive at your own risk. Just drive slow and try not to, uh, um, just try to use the clutch real fast, but use your brake. You know how clutches work. You have to press it. And, uh, you know, you have to time it with the gas and all that. So I, I personally, I used to like manual cars. Now I just love automatics. They have less issues and you don't have to replace the clutch every 50 to 75,000 miles. So I told him like, just drive there. You know, if you break, if it breaks down, call me right away. Cause I wasn't done mowing. I still had like another acre to mow. And he's like, all right, because he finished up quickly. He just mows little areas and then trims everywhere. It's pretty easy for him. He he flies on out of there before I am finished. So, but that happened. And so, 
Uh, he drives on over there and I call him after I was done mowing. I see that I didn't get any calls from him. I'm like, thank the Lord. I prayed. And he, uh, I call him and he's like, yeah, I dropped it off. He just got my name, phone number. He'll give me a call if he looks at it today. Again, if not, Tuesday. So I'm guessing it's a clutch. And I honestly don't know how much it costs. I'm thinking like $1,500 to replace a clutch. I don't know if it's more than that, but maybe less than that. Who knows? But uh, it's been a while since I have dealt with manual. But let me know what you guys write. I mean, I honestly think, uh, I honestly think if you're in the lawn care business and you are, <laughs> sorry, this guy pulled in with a convertible into the car wash. Oh, he's going to the vacuums. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you ain't taking, oh wait, no. Yeah, yeah, he's going, you ain't taking that through the wash, dude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's reasonable to, uh, to drive an automatic truck, whether it's diesel or whatever. I mean, it's got to be automatic, you know, um, but who am I to say what you can buy and what you should buy? You know, you might get a good deal on a manual truck. I've had a manual truck in my lawn care business. It was a four-cylinder two, two, seven, 2.7 liter or 2.9 liter um, uh, little Colorado. And that was a five-speed manual. So, oh, man, this line is super long. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I never had to replace the clutch cause I, I think I bought it. Well, I bought it from the auction and I believe whoever owned it before me replaced it because it felt like it was a brand new clutch. Never, you know, never was like sticking to me. Never, you know, did that mess. So, um, really nice. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed that truck, but I sold it. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, we'll, I guess we'll figure out Tuesday, uh, probably, um, what's going on with it. It's probably going to be the clutch probably needs to be replaced. Don't know how much it's going to be, but Hey, he's got, um, I'm sure he's got the money and it's his car, you know, so we all run into issues with our own vehicles and, you know, we can't have, you know, family members pay for that stuff. So, hey, it is what it is. It's his car, you know. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's, I mean, you can't avoid it. You know, it goes out. Clutches go out. They don't last forever. So, just another thing that you got to replace. Um, just like I was listening to Cameron's pop podcast, Lonky Life Missouri. He's got a, uh. A box truck, a Zuzu box truck that broke down. It's got like less than 36,000 miles. So I was thinking to myself too, I'm like, dude, I had a, uh, my brand new 2020 Ram 1500 broke down and the dealer had no clue. The dealer had no clue how to fix it. And I'm like, you know, and I was, I was not panicking, but I was just like, guys, I was so frustrated with that dealer. I hate also taking my vehicles to the dealer. Because when you go to the dealer, you expect like top of the line mechanics. You know who the dealer's basically hiring? Uh, they're hiring K 
kids straight out of high school. I've talked about this before. Like these guys have maybe worked in a shop, maybe not even, but they've worked one or two years of experience in the shop because the dealer wants to pay. They don't want to hire the all-star mechanics because the all-star mechanics want to get paid either flat rate, commission-based. They don't want to get paid out. Well, they want obviously a high hourly pay if, if that's the only option. The dealer obviously wants to save as much money as possible, so they're not going to pay as much. And that's the problem because us people that buy, you know, new or newer vehicles, we expect top of the line service when it comes down to warranty work and figuring out what's wrong. So uh, I can relate to you, Cameron, man. I, my brand new truck broke down and it was after the, uh, it was still covered under powertrain warranty. Um, but I thought it was like the battery and some other issues. And, uh, anyways, yeah, the struggle is real. It's not always the case when you buy new equipment, don't ever assume that it's just going to work, you know, for five, 10 years, new equipment breaks down just as easy as old equipment. It's, it depends. And, and. I guess the problem relies on uh, new equipment being built cheaper. Companies are trying to save money. They're not putting in the quality parts that they used to put in. They are manufacturing parts, um, you know, out of the United States. They're being Im they're imported parts. Nothing's built in America anymore. That's the problem. Uh, so, you know, be very careful with what you're buying. And make sure to read reviews before you buy because there's products out there that might look appealing to the eyes, but they're completely junk when you use them. So be careful. Whether you're shopping around on Amazon, whether you're buying things at a store, maybe you're at a dealership, maybe it's a vehicle or a piece of equipment, go and read some reviews. Do some research. Don't just go in there expecting the best thing to be handed to you. And don't expect the advice to be genuine from these guys. Because some of these guys are in sales. And guess what? They are there not to help you, not to be your friend, but to sell you things. That's why building relationships with these people that are true and genuine um, is very important in life. So, uh, I'll probably get off here. I'm, I'm like three cars away from... Going inside, it's really loud. Um, I think I've said what I have to say. What are you doing right now? Mowing? Trimming? <laughs> Maybe you're just getting in the truck. And you're like, all right, perfect. Perfectly uh, ended podcast. So yeah, we're going to end it. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for your listenership. Again, it's not too late to get into this LCBU challenge. Um... I think I'm on my 15th or 19th. Again, those two ring the bell. Uh, so I got a lot to do. I'm going to try to try to do my best to release um, as many podcast episodes as I can. And uh, appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for your listenership. Take care. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. As always, we will see you in the next one.